This AFC East predictions edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit picksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2. For a chance to win one million dollars, and of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you a chance to win one hundred thousand dollars NFL Week One exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Cream dog. No, this is a, this is the fun division, Sean. This is, is the, the, well, I mean, it's the dysfunctional one. A B mm. we have a lot of fans in the uh, great it's state. A baby fucking wheel, man. I wasn't even going to lead with that one in the great state of New York upstate bills, mafia. Bills. And then we have, uh, of course, the the you know uh, what would you call it, the uh, the pinky up part of this uh, great country, <laughs> the Northeast, the Boston fighting baby whale. I'm wearing the the baby whales shirt. Sean. I like that in honor of the uh, New England Patriots era. We will be joined by uh, the baby whale himself, Boston Capper, towards the end of the show to talk Patriots. But we got Bills, Dolphins, Jets. Win totals, player props, it, it, futures, little bit of everything. Man, these uh these division previews are awesome because you know what it means, Ryan. It means football is here, right around the corner. And he, oh man, listen to that! Listen to that trumpet blast. You like it when the trumpet blasts? Oh yeah, it's just telling you football, football. I'll save my official football song for the NFL Week One, I was Ryan. Say. Don't want to blow my uh, don't blow blow my singing voice now. Win bet. That is the place where you want to get down for all your betting needs. If you're not if you can't make it to the win Las Vegas week one, we'll be hanging out there getting in on some bets. You can experience the win at home, courtesy of your own home. All you got to do is go to wynnbet.com or download the Win Betting app. In-game wagering. Parlays boosted. They really got you covered for any sport, major or minor player props. 
Oh, it is just uh it's easy to use. Even easier to win, especially when they throw in the five hundred dollar risk free bet. W Y N N B E T. If you're looking to W I N B I G. Okay, Sean. Lots of opportunities for cash between that nice little uh, bonus from WinBet and the hundred thousand dollar attempted giveaway. We're trying. Okay. We need you guys to pick some winners. But again, download the SGPN app so you don't miss when the lines go live. Yeah, and I I actually get something off my chest real sure. quick. I've had three people now. Really? You want to give away a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, why not? I would love to. That seems like a stupid business plan. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were in the content machine business. Who said we were? Who said this was a good business idea? This is about getting the listeners paid, Ryan. Well, I say, I say that to say this. Okay. It, has there been an organization that's given out more cold hard cash over the years? No. Like the kind of cash. That just slides into your DMs, cold, spendable. Ca- I, I just hear that. Hear we're that. doing it Rocky again. Rocky Mountain ice cold cash. And I gotta be honest, Sean. Based on the way the trends of the sports gambling podcast have gone in the year 2021, mm-hmm. the chance of someone winning this money is way up. Because you know what? Someone might say, "Hey, a ten-teamer, all first half unders in March Madness, impossible." Get the hell out of here. They might say, "A ten-teamer unders in the first week of preseason football, get out of here. It's a long shot." Well, sir, this is the home of long shots. So uh, we got a couple to talk about later in this division. Oh, but nice. See what I did there? I like it. Teasing them. Yeah, my my prop bets. There's. Uh, some that are a little uh, a little longer than others. Really? I get a couple. I get a couple even monies. A okay. couple, a couple longer ones. The last uh, division preview uh, we did, I had a, I had some massive. The AFC South. Yep. I had some massive dogs. I'm tabulating dog, in my head, but dog, I believe this dog. is this is number seven. And let's get it started. Let's go. Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia. Just in a tornado of uh, football data right now. Bills 13 and 3 last year of course. Almost got there, not quite. Got uh got stomped down by uh the Chiefs. They went over their win total of 9. This year, Sean, they're stepping up to the big boy plate. 11 is the total, minus mm. 110 each way. Minus 150 to win the division, 5 to 1 for the conference, 10 to 1 the Super Bowl make the playoffs is minus 350, missed Plus two seventy. What Ryan? I got. Is there something wrong with my headphones? I thought it's. I thought you said minus one fifty to win the division. Minus one fifty. And this is based off. I guess they think uh, Miami might be good, or the Patriots might be good. I, I'm gonna Since say the division prices are insane. It's the Patriots, right? I mean, we're being a little chalky here, so you, I'm sure that the alarm bells are going off in your head. It seems too easy. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. I mean, what is the? I guess we are. We would be betting on the Bills to win the division back to back, and that doesn't feel like very Bills like. But unlike the Browns, who that to me seem their season seemed a bit more outliery. You could make a case. Is that, that a word? Outliery. Yeah. 
You could make a case that, that the Bills should have won more games. I mean, they lost yeah. on that Hail Mary. Yeah. They lost uh I mean, they had a little dip when when Josh Allen got his shoulder banged up. Other than that, they were just a, a dominant force. Well, and beyond super that, efficient. Yeah, they're doing it the way that the nerds have been saying you're the, supposed yeah, to all do. The, it. All the research and nerds are just like, well, well, 8.1 yards per attempt passing on first down. They're like, so efficient. Like, <laughs> which oh. is hilarious because the nerds were the one crushing Josh Allen, yeah. saying, Oh, this guy, he's he's horrible, he can't throw an accurate ball. I told you last year they're bringing in Stefan Diggs, best yeah. guy at, at at catching deep balls. That's what he needed help with. Boom, bang! You get Josh <laughs> Allen, QB number one. You yeah. cash a bunch of money. Yeah, and their regression factors three and one in three point games, five and one in one score games, plus four turnover margin. But I, I'll say this: say it. So maybe some slight regression factors, but I one of the reasons I love this uh, Bills team, at least in the Sean McDermott era. They are they're straight dog. When dog. it comes to covering spreads, 57.6 against the spread in the Sean McDermott era. That's overall and there's been 3 of those 4 seasons where they've covered 60% or more. Ryan, you got your bible out in front of you. I I think Bills finished number 1 ending the season number 1 in DVOA. That was huge. And the guy who's kind of masterminding this efficient offense, Brian Dable, there was rumors about him leaving, finding a head coaching job. He's coming back. Huge. And and I liked what they did in the draft. I think Rousseau is gonna help them out with the pass well, rush. That's the big question, right? Can they get a pass rush? Because yeah. they couldn't really do that. They they weren't really a running team, which again, I you know, the nerds are like, well, you, you don't need to be, because passing's more efficient than I do think at some point. It, it's it might hurt them, but you look at the schedule and the strength of schedule is not scary. Uh, I, I think outsiders have them 29th in, in in difficulty. So the regression case is is about the big jump. Uh, you know, you, you the plexiglass principle, um, and most importantly, the Josh Allen jump. I, I he the biggest jump that they've uh, that's ever been measured in dr. From year two to year three, what's DR? Uh, it's essentially like a fancier way of uh, overall measurement of a quarterback's uh, value. I'd say it's it's along the same. It's like a, a it would be the companion to DVOA. All right, tell us part of the story. Anyway, the point being is you don't often have that massive jump year two to year three. So the fact that Josh Allen has taken this big jump, you have to ask yourself: Is it explainable? Or is this something that's going to boomerang back? And I think if you watch the way the dude plays, he still freaks you out a little bit uh, when he runs the ball and he's loosey goosey with the ball in the hand. But take, take some shots, but, maybe you shouldn't. And, and you probably wonder, hey, he was really bad under pressure two years ago, and then last year was really good under pressure. Is that just something that's going to bow back and forth? But to me, I watched him play, and you nailed the, the Stephon Diggs thing in terms of like getting him receivers that match his game. Yeah. I also think he just got a little bit more accurate, and I don't think confident. You, I don't think accuracy is something that tends to spike for a year and then it just dips back, unless unless he was like you know maybe he had a sexual thing going on that was keeping <laughs> him loose, and that's that's no longer happening. All of a sudden, it's I, off the board. I don't have that kind of information, Sean. But I, but I will say like if, if there's there's too many reasons to, to, to look at the division and say, well, you know, I understand why this team should regress, but I also see a team that's like pushing the limit 
they have the pedal down. They understand like their situation and they're trying to maximize. And so if the pass rush hits, like this is one of these, they're already going to be a really good team unless Josh Allen gets hurt, which not many guys I'd rather start a franchise with right now. I mean, he he got, he got that shoulder injury, but he still played through it and played at a pretty decent level. If the, if the, if the new folks hit specifically, if the pass rush hits and this defense regresses back toward, towards the positive side, uh, I'm just going to do it all. Uh, People love it. When I talk about regression, positive regression, I think, I think the offense could, could be not quite, quite as great as they were last year. Uh, and the defense improvement uh, keeps Balances them right around, the, right, right where they are. And and when you look around the di- division, it's hard to want to not take them to win the division. Yeah, it, fans it, back and fans Buffalo. back is huge. And I do think you want to talk about pass rush and the the pass numbers in general in the NFL were super high because road teams were able to pass at, at oh. a greater efficiency than than normal because they weren't dealing with crowd noise. It, it's just that simple. So. Maybe some of the the Bills' road success uh, passing uh, will decline a little bit, but I think they'll get that back on the uh, on the defensive side, and even more so. Again, they're an AFC team; they they do have nine home games, yep. so that's huge for for a team that I grade a pretty nice home field advantage uh, between the weather and the maniac fans. The the maniac fan base that didn't get a full stadium to see yeah. this team and cheer them on in route to getting to the AFC championship, so. I think the the crowd is really going to benefit a, a team like the Buffalo Bills, and, and it's just tough to find a ton of holes in this team. The running backs are a glaring weakness, but again, I don't think they really need them. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like a Madden team. You have a running back that you can slam with, and you have a running back that's got a little wiggle on the outside. Plus, you have Josh Allen, uh, and the DVOA you were referencing that they finished number one at is the weighted DVOA, which implies that they, you know, they were playing their best ball towards the end of the season. So, uh, shall shall we? Uh, Let's go. Shall we look at the schedule, Sean? Let's talk Bill's schedule. Buffalo starts at Pittsburgh, which, or I'm sorry, at home against Pittsburgh, which that seven point spread is a little bit nervous with that one. At Miami, Washington at home, Houston at home. Couldn't ask for a better. A uh, couple games there. Do they win the home games? Is that just the you just pencil yeah. in here? A three and one. Three and one. They lose. They lose I mean, the obvious I, letdown spot in Miami. There. Miami's always or Florida in general is a tough place to play Early. in September, second week. But again, they do have a full preseason. Uh, maybe the conditioning will be a little bit better. But again, they're going to be maybe not maybe not the uh, Miami game, but they're obviously they're favored in these other ones. I, I think three and one. Is worst case scenario they could be four and zero. Are you are you are you standing on it? I'm gonna go three and one. Okay, three and one. I'll I'll go three and one as well. Next up at Kansas City Sunday Night Football, big time matchup at Tennessee on Monday Night Football mm. into the bye week. They come out Miami at home at Jacksonville. Um, you know, if you've listened to the AFC South preview, you know how we feel about Jacksonville. I Not think they, high they get the win back against Miami. I don't worry. Like t- to me, Tennessee Buffalo is a super exciting game to watch. I think Buffalo gets this win. I think they win dub. one of the one of the games between and Chiefs one. and Titans, and then they should be good against Dolphins and Jags. So yeah, it feels like a three and one there. 
Uh, we just love the Bills. No, well, why, I mean, I read the against the spread number for Sean yeah. McDermott and the Bills, so we're crazy not to like the Bills. That's what I would say. This team is just on the path at Jets, Indy at home, at New Orleans on Christmas, New England at home on Monday night. I mean, two road games. I again, though, I I like. How is New Orleans going to keep up scoring with with this Buffalo team unless something's happened? I'm going to go. Maybe they drop a game in here somewhere. You know mm. what? Four zero. Yeah, four zero. Let's go, Buffalo. At Tampa, <laughs> Carolina at home, at New England, mm. Atlanta at home. I think they drop both the road games there. We'll say they slow down a little bit. Two and two. Yeah, two and two's fair. Are, are we? Well, let me let me just confirm that I want. Yeah, two and two. I think they uh, they lose to New England. New England's scrapping at that point. Bonus game: Jets at home. Mm. That's a win. Assuming they need it. Well, let's see. I got. Yeah, they're gonna need it. Let's let's. I, go. I got them winning. All right, so uh, we got the same record. Twelve Sean. and five. Right. No. Thirteen no. and four. Thirteen and four. I mean. <laughs> As as uh, you know, as crazy high as as predicting a team to go thirteen and four sounds. I mean, they were thirteen and three last year. One of those losses, again, like I said, came on a hail mary. They regress a little bit by getting one extra loss. They do have that extra home game. You don't have to sell me. And, and for the futures, I, I still can't believe them to win the division at minus one fifty. And I, I I would just play that almost instead of the over because maybe. Maybe they win the division at eleven and six. Maybe they win the division at at ten and seven. Maybe they win it at twelve and five. I guess you would hit both there, but I, I I like both. It's hard not to not to be high on them, and even, huh? Yeah, I mean, Super Bowl at ten to one, conference five to one. I, I don't like any of those. I mean, I like them to wrong. make a run. But I, I, at ten to one or five to one, there's there's just too much shit that can happen. I feel like there's too many people betting into the market that don't actually watch football or something. <laughs> what's going on here, Ryan? I don't know what's happening. I do tell. I will say this, as a uh, as a podcast, we are on the Russell Wilson MVP. But I think my AFC guy, what's that price? Give me Josh Allen, twelve to one. That is that is my profit for the Buffalo Bills. Say that. Say that again. Plus twelve hundred. Yeah, that feels pretty good. That's I mean, enough value. It's in the range where y- you can. It's not. You're not worried. You're not worried. All right, Sean. Yes. Can I give out a prop? Because sure, give out a prop it's, uh, before you do that. Because it's also uh, Josh Alleny. Ooh, I like it. Uh, I'm gonna go. And again, I'm doing. I find myself with these overs. It's not me. It's just the number. But Josh <laughs> Allen's going to average over 267 yards a game. I mean, in the air. Brian Dable came out and just said, "We're going to throw the ball a bunch again this year." So that's I, my point. Listen to the guy. So uh, he, that's all he needs to do. He does that. He's over his yardage total for the year: forty-five, fifty and a half. Yeah, I mean, you see the yardage totals that these guys put up uh, these days, and it's it's crazy to take. Unders on, on some of these passing yards, except except Tua, and and we can get to that one in just a second. Ryan, prop swap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Perfect example. We were just talking about the Bills, and of course, Bills last year thirty five to one 
to win the Super Bowl, uh, and someone who had a hundred bucks on on them to win the Super Bowl after they got to the AFC Championship game sold the ticket for nine hundred dollars. That's an eight hundred percent return for the seller on a ticket that ended up losing. And to the other point, I, I, I think selling that ticket for that price was actually probably a good a uh, good deal for the person buying the ticket as well because yeah. you got better odds. So again, it's my, it's a lot like the stock market. Buy low, sell high. Average sellers on PropSwap make 500 bucks a month. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Get started today by going to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, it's where America buys and sells sports bets. Oh man, my favorite Ryan, the Miami Dolphins. Let's go. Oh man. Uh, you know it's funny because as as I was going through this one, I'm like, I should probably try to be positive. I know Sean's gonna bounce it out. shit all over him. Ten it, and six last year, going over their total of six and a half. I believe I told you that if you took the over on the Dolphins and the Jets, that one of them would cash for you. It's uh, a bold prediction. I was wrong on one of them though. Uh, look, the Dolphins had it. Brian Flores year two. We're seeing the new wave of the the Bill Belichick disciple, successful building culture, acquiring draft picks. Looks a lot like what Joe Judge is doing in New York there. Uh, <laughs> this year, nine and a half over 105, my, uh, under minus 125, 350 to win the division, 18 to 1 to win the conference, 35 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. No idea who's betting those futures. Mm. Super or uh, playoffs, yes, plus 110, no, minus 140. That's more reasonable. But again, the, 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 the conference and Super Bowl futures and division futures to me are crazy. Uh, this team, they brought in uh, talent, right? The angle being, hey, uh, Tua needs weapons around him. I saw this really interesting nugget, Sean. Tua was where is my Tua had the fifth most catchable ball. Listen to this: fifth most catchable ball in the league, but his his balls were seventh worst as far as being on target. Exactly. What it's does confusing. that mean? It means. The, the his his receivers weren't good enough. He was putting it in the vicinity, but they weren't able to make the catches. I don't know. To me, it sounds like he's got some accuracy issues, which you can explain. Look at him in college. He was surrounded by first round talent. So maybe he needed more talented guys. They brought in Will Fuller. They brought in Jalen Waddle. That could answer that question if that is, he was coming off the hip thing. I do want to see more time from him, but. <laughs> Another team, we talked about the bounce back and the and, and, and the plexiglass. The Dolphins are another team. Big jump forward, right? They were what five and eleven the year before, ten to ten and six. Yeah. So um interesting to kind of like are they kind of fit the profile to me of a team that's more likely to bounce back. Uh I saw some interesting nuggets about around the fact that generally when a team you know, takes that massive jump forward. The only re- the 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 profile of the team that sustains it is carried by their offense, not their defense. Dolphins, of course, more of a, that defensive unit. Uh, we know offense tends to be a little bit more consistent year to year. Defense, not so much. And I think, to me, what scares me away from the the bull case on the Dolphins is we don't have Fitzmagic anymore to come in and clean things up when Tua is not feeling good that day. And nice to a dick, Ryan. Well, hopefully he didn't give it to Jalen Hurts too. He had those stomach issues before the game after he's doing those TikTok dances. But so to me, the the problem is there's too many uh, too many bottoming out or crater cases where Tua isn't the guy. 
that lead me worried about having to go over a nine and a half, a number that's quite high. Uh, I, I like everything. Feel, feels like, sorry, the last thing I'll say feels like the ceiling case gets them over that number because I think we can, yeah, I just, I see their, I think the offense and defense regression will kind of match each other. And I think this team, maybe they finish 10 and six again. I, I think I'd be more surprised if they did though. Well, that would be tough, Ryan, considering there's 17 games. Uh, they were 11 and five against the spread last year. So I like kind of betting on them, except when, yeah. when Tua was in there and even early on before we kind of saw uh, Tua got exposed, the excuses people love for, to make for Tua, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Oh, he didn't know the playbook. You're supposed to know the playbook. That's what you do as a quarterback, the hip injury. Fine, that's one thing. But then, why were they putting him out there when when Fitzmagic was playing well? If the hip was so bad, with a limited playbook, yeah, that makes no sense to me. And and I think they did a bad job managing it, and then probably hurt the kid's confidence by keeping Fitzpatrick around and keep swapping him out. They should have just redshirted him the entire year. They would have been in the playoffs. Of course, Fitzpatrick got that late case of COVID, or I think maybe they they would have had a shot against the Bills, who didn't. We're resting their starters uh, again. Another reason why lost Buffalo, the backups. Yeah, they, I mean they lost to the the Bills uh, backups. Here's what I don't get: if it really was the pass catchers uh, issue, why did Ryan Fitzpatrick throw for seven point eight yards per attempt and Tua threw six point three? Well, the answer to that question is because the playbook was limited because Tua didn't know the playbook. Yeah. Now, uh, I I think so, but I I can't argue. For a guy, when one of the points is he didn't know the playbook. Well, and you can't argue, you can't at all project that he's just gonna like become a guy who's gonna throw it down the field because he now knows the playbook. Like when you watch him play, he is tentative. He does seem to process slowly. Yeah. And while he was a, his calling card in college was serious arm talent, deep ball accuracy, all that. And he hasn't shown any of that, so maybe we'll be wrong. And then the addition of Jalen Waddell and Will Fuller, guys that can take the top off the defense, are going to help him out. To me, his best friends, a guy like Devontae Parker, big catch radius, can kind of win contested catch balls. Unless I'm shocked. Now I said I want to see more from him, but unless I'm shocked, I don't think Tua is going to be the guy that we thought the Dolphins were going to tank for originally. Yeah, I. And I don't. I still don't understand the Waddle pick. I, I mean, I like Jalen Waddle as a, as a prospect, but to give up a first rounder to get this skill position guy, it it just seems like I, I would have seen rather seen them add to some of their strengths, or or just go all out on the defense. I, I don't think that my the the Dolphins were like one receiver away, and giving up a first round pick just to get Waddle over Devonta Smith. I don't know that that doesn't really make sense to me in the long run. And you look at some of the regression stuff plus nine in turnover margin, which is pretty high to begin with, but you factor in Miami's defense forced the most turnovers in the NFL. And actually their defense probably wasn't as good as it seemed because they were actually 24th in yards per play. So they were really carried by getting those turnovers. It's going to be hard to lead the league in turnovers again next year. So Maybe the offense does get a little bit better. Tua learns a little bit more of the playbook. But as much as I like the talent on defense and I like Brian Flores, it's just I, I don't think we realized 
what an outlier that season was for the Dolphins at the time. But I, I think it's just going to be tough to get to that same level. So, well, I got to ask the question. I'm sure everyone's wanting to know. Like, is Jacoby Brissett capable of taking this team to ten? Well, runs? and <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a bold prediction. I think Deshaun Watson ends up in Miami, and Ooh. they are quietly one of the teams keeping an eye on the Deshaun Watson. And remind me, is that where the uh, days of Orchid uh, Day Spa or the uh, the the Robert Kraft uh, massage yes. parlor. So it's, it's right Miami. down in there. It's right down in Miami, Miami, Florida. Well, that's, a, that's a selling point for Florida Watson. in general. Is very open minded. They're loose. When to come. They have those pain pain management clinics. <laughs> I think that's just a code word for hand jobs. But if you're Deshaun Watson, Ryan, and he has a no trade clause, so he does have say in where he ends up. Where would you rather go to kind of move past this incident? Now his guilt, his innocence, whatever that aside. I'm assuming he's looking to put it behind him. Yeah. Where is what's going to be a higher profile landing spot, Philadelphia or Miami? Which but, one you is know, more likely to move on? Well, Philly's the one that you want to go to because the Philly fans are on board immediately. Like they'll make you feel at home. They'll, uh, they'll no, I think there's. I mean, you, you don't think that he, the second he steps on the field and he's slinging that rock around that Eagles fans have a problem with anything. He's really good, but I think if you're looking to have your legal issues, the accusations brought up every week, going to a major media market, that is what's going to. So you're saying go to they're Phil, getting the microscope to, out. Go to Miami because people don't care as much about the Dolphins. Exactly, okay. it's just not as diehard of. There's there's like 30 beat reporters in Philly. There's <laughs> not 30 beat reporters covering the Dolphins, and there are some diehard fans. I know because they blow up my mentions on Twitter every time I shit on Tua, or every time Tua is good, I hear from them. So trust me, I will be monitoring the Tua situation. But if if you're Miami, man, this team with Deshaun Watson, legit Super Bowl contender, and I'm not kidding. Being a I, dick, I think I think Jalen Waddle again. Jalen Waddle could be really good. It's just like he's going to be fighting for targets on that offense. You bring in Will Fuller. You already have some decent pass catchers. I, I just don't know if that's what I would have right. done and give up a first round pick. I I I, I wouldn't mean to it. I don't disagree, Sean. Thank you. Miami Hot take. Miami at uh starts the schedule. Well, oh, oh, and I do have one oh. schedule note. So they do have a favorable schedule. I think that actually is one of the things that really benefits them. They have the longest stretch of days with just one road game. Starting November first to December twenty sixth, they only have one road game. That's kind of crazy. That is pretty wild. All right. At new England week one, Buffalo at home week two at Las Vegas, the death star, Sean week three, Indy at home week four. I told you this, this Patriots dolphins game is going to be the, I, I just hope, I hope Mac Jones gets in sooner rather than later. Cause then I'll have a clear handle on Pat's dolphins because choosing cam Newton versus choosing Tua. What what's a guy supposed to do here, picks wise? Oh, I like Cam in that spot. If that's the case, at home against two, I I can't take two against Belichick. That that's just a bad. I mean, two two on the two road two. is not something I'm looking to get down with. Two and two, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think they can mess up these road. You're games. gonna find that the schedule is not super tough. Uh, at Tampa, at Jacksonville, mm. aka London. Atlanta at home. Uh, at see now that's that's a sneaky uh screw job actually schedule wise because 
you know, at Jaguars, that's that's a layup road game for the Dolphins. But yeah. now you actually got to fly out to Jacksonville. That's a pain in the ass. And they opted out of the bye week after they they if you if you notice that they don't have a bye week after their London oh, really? game you like can the Jai. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that was an option. Apparently you're allowed to to opt in if you want to keep playing. And honestly, <laughs> it's I a real fuck you to the Jags. Well, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want the early bye week So I think that's a smart move. No, there. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're coming back at home against the Falcons, but this is a tough stretch, but I do think, I, I think they can get two of these games, <sighs> man. I think it's a one and a half, but I'll I'll uh, I'll take the I'll see if I can be bullish and see where we get. So I'll go two. I mean, you have at Bucks and at Bills. That's two road games. Those are probably losses from two of the teams that were in the the championship games, and then you have a a home game against the Falcons, which I'm not super high on. Yeah, long grass. Jack. I mean, we've never seen a team not not have a bye week after the London game. Have we? We have. We have. It happened. I think it happened whenever two years ago. All right, we have uh, to do some dig digging. On I'm gonna that go one. one and three because I hate Tua. I mean, they're on the East Coast, Sean. It's like flying to the East Coast. Like you can play a football game a week later. Oh, I can. But can, <laughs> can some of these guys on the Dolphins uh, roster? I don't know if they're full full blown alphas. What, are you going two and two? I'm going one and three. One and three. All right. Uh, next up, Houston at home, Baltimore at home on Thursday night. At that's a good spot for at them. the Jets, Carolina at home. I mean, again, it's it's hard to. I mean, two and two feels like the floor here. Yeah, see, I, two and two to me feels like the ceiling. But uh, <laughs> I'll go two and two. Right, you the have to hit some the, teams. The floor is the ceiling. The, but I don't. And hate the my Dolphins. projections find that most teams win I, between six and eleven games. I was all over. We were all over the Dolphins last year until until Tua came in and kind of we saw what Giants was at home by week week fourteen. Jets at home at New Orleans mm. on Monday Night Football at Tennessee. See, that's where that crowd noise is going to come into play at at New Orleans. Titans, man, that that, that game might actually be cold. January second, I'm going to go two and two because I I I mean those those home games are layups, but the road games those are tough. I mean, New Orleans Saints at home on a Monday night. I think that's a tough spot. I a don't non-conference. Think New Orleans is very good though. I'll say two and two. And then Patriots, uh last week of the season. Game will probably matter. Boy, do I is it a hot take to have them go eight and nine? Do they lose they they beat the Patriots come down to Miami and lose, right? Patriots always have trouble in yeah, Miami. Late, I late mean, in the season. They're gonna be used to the cold. Yeah, the Dolphins get the win. I'll give them a win. All right, Sean. I got them nine and eight. Yeah. And you're Mr. Tua over there. I'm not Mr. Tua. Oh, his hip hurt. No, I just said I need to see more. Stop, stop trying to bully me. You're eight and nine. <laughs> eight and nine. All right. And I'm a bit of a hater. So maybe that's maybe that's a reason for optimism on the over at plus one oh five. Uh I'll tell you what I like futures wise. No playoffs. At minus one forty, they were. I mean, they were ten and six last year. Didn't get in. Um, man, yeah, I'm, I, I kind of, I'll join you on that play because I, I think I'm a little higher on the Patriots, and so I, I think when it, if it comes down to man, but then we just had them lose to the Patriots at home. Although, he, actually, you know what? Uh, maybe I'll stay away from no playoffs because 
if they go nine and eight, you're still getting that under. You're getting it at minus one twenty five. Yeah, nine and eight, under. nine and eight, you could get in. So I, I'll, I'll I, go. I'll just stick with the under. I think you throw everything else out, and I'm gonna. I actually think part of the reason this team doesn't uh, meet their potential is Jalen Waddle is not what we think he is. I'm gonna go under. Well, and again, Waddle could be good, but like he's dealing with an ankle thing, limited some of his uh, off-season stuff. But it, I, I just think it's going to be tough to get up to speed in that offense. Under five pet receiving touchdowns. Oh, that's your that's your. And again, it's less a less hating on Waddle, but just more. How's he going to target competition in this in this receiver setup? Is real. I can see. I can visualize the Will Fuller passes. Yeah. I can visualize the Devonte Parker, Mike Gusecki. He's involved again. I think kind of people got out on Mike Gusecki, and they should really get back in on him. And then whatever they're doing in the running back situation, with yeah. Maybe well, three fantasy, guys, fantasy wise, running back. What what are you doing? Are you touching any of these no, Dolphins running back? I, I don't think you can at this point. Yeah. You got to yeah. Gaskin seems like a stay away. I mean, at the draft uh, ADP, you got to stay away. Maybe you take a stat at like Ahmed or someone late, yeah. or like uh, you know, I just I think, think you take Ahmed if you if you need it. My prop bet is obviously going to be Tua over ten and a half interceptions. Oh, you think he has enough leash with Brissett there? That's also true. <laughs> I mean, it, it's weird because they they have a short yardage quarterback now, Sean. <laughs> I I just again maybe they expand the playbook that causes some problems for Tua. Again, just kind of my uh, I mean my yeah, haterade on I, Tua. It is funny to hear people say now he knows the playbook. What really? How do you know that? How do you know he now knows the playoff? Playbook. Also, as a he was so willing to admit that he didn't know the playbook. What? Admitting to not knowing the playbook is almost as bad as not knowing the playbook. If I was on a football team and I was the quarterback, you're supposed to be the leader. Would you ever admit that you didn't know the playbook, Ryan? No. <laughs> Even if you didn't know the All playbook, right. I would. I would blame injuries above my laziness. Let's uh, let's role play. Okay, uh, so I come back from having a nice night with a lady, and Sean goes, "Oh, uh, how'd it go?" And then I go, "Oh yeah, I I didn't I didn't really know how to use my dick." No, <laughs> no, no. I would I would make something up. Anything was better than the story you told. All right, that is yeah, that is not a great uh, story to tell at all. Never, never tell someone your dick does unless it's get Roman. Yeah. Then, then you're seeing a medical professional picks wise. Ooh, you want to, you want to pick a little wiser. You want free picks, right? That's why you're listening to this podcast. You can never have enough free picks and picks wise is home to free sports, betting picks, props, and parlays held by a team of trend watching data devour sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction. Listen, you like gambling. They like picking. It's a match made in heaven. Every game, every day, every sport, all for free. Again, if it's free, it's for me. You can never have too much data, too many picks, Ryan, at your disposal while you're making your ultimate decision. Check out pickswise.com. It's completely free, and uh, you're going to make your next bet better. Pickswise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1 800 Gambler. Kramer, we've been giving out some uh, prop bets here, and it's the fun part is a lot of these are available over at Prize Picks, the new Hello. DFS app. Use promo code SGP, get that hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. We're going to be doing some weekly uh, Prize Pick lineups. 
uh, during the season. And again, it's pretty easy. All you do is you over under on these different player stats, combine them. You can win up to 10 X. The fun part is they have futures NFL futures as well. So it's not just weekly. You can get down on some of these, uh, some of these props that we've discussed through these division previews, you can combo up in prop. Uh, sorry, in uh, prize picks. For instance, Tua Tagovailoa, twenty-four and a half passing touchdowns under. Sam Darnold, twenty-three and a half passing touchdowns. Ryan, I feel like we're both high on uh, Darnold in that passing offense. Over on that guy. And then maybe you throw in uh, what what uh, what other quarterback passing props you like, Kramer? Oh, let's Josh just, Allen, baby. Josh Allen and uh, you know Josh Allen, thirty-four and a half passing touchdowns. And then why not throw in a Dakota Rain under thirty-two and a half? I'm doing crunching the numbers here. A twenty-dollar bet on those four would net you one hundred dollars. Wow! Prizepicks.com. Download the app. Promo code SGP. Instant. Deposit match up to one hundred bucks. Let's go. Let's talk about the Jets. J E T. All right, the Jets last year. Sean, remember? I Google it every year. Every year, but Fireman Ed still in retirement. The Jets brought him to a special lunch. Tried to coax him out of his retirement. Still said no. Brian, this is. I'm going to give you a prop bet right now. Zach Wilson is so good. He gets Fireman Ed out of retirement. Like it. Two and fourteen last year, <laughs> under six and a half. Wow, six and a half. That looked silly in hindsight. Well, it's over. The Adam Gase experiment ended. How was wow. he getting any sort of buzz? There was talk about the Eagles interviewing Adam Gase, and I, I just wouldn't accept even that that idea into my head. I, I just completely banned some. It. Some guys just are he Peyton Manning. Is getting this guy a job. That's the, that's how it's working. Uh, he, he that just those years in Denver got Adam Gase a two head coaching jobs. Sean two. The win total is six this year. Minus one twenty on the over. Plus one hundred on the under. Plus twenty five hundred for the Jets to win the division. Which I don't feel like the Jets should be on the same level uh, as the as the Texans. Maybe maybe that seems unfair. Conference seventy five to one. Super Bowl one fifty to one. Make the playoffs. Plus five fifty, miss minus eight hundred. Mm. You you briefly had plus eight hundred here, Ryan, <laughs> which was incorrect. Thought that uh, the books were giving us a gift. I mean, this is all about the uh, the draft signings, bringing in Corey Davis, uh, drafting Zach Wilson, well, uh, Elijah well, Moore, Michael and, Carter, and right the guy, the top, Vera though. Tucker, who I like, the lineman. Oh, you you think you should draft uh, offensive get, lineman? Stop high? it, Sean. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, they brought in uh, Keelan Cole. They brought in uh, some running Run back with the help. Ones. Uh, Tevin Coleman, who I think is the one B or whatever they're saying. And, and you know, if it's a key departure, Sam Darnold, uh, the version at least that we didn't like, the Adam Gase version. I don't know if it's a key loss. Uh, Brashard Perryman. I don't know if that's a key loss. So no. this team upgraded in a big way. Uh, the narrative, the coach, love love the upgrade. The narrative around this team bouncing back after being one of the worst uh, makes a lot more sense to me than the Jags case. Uh, more bullish on Robert Sala based on what I've read, what other coaches have said about the guy uh, versus Urban Meyer. Uh, and even honestly, the way that I've watched Zach Wilson carry himself, 
like off the field at the podium uh, compared to what Trevor Lawrence appears to be mm. down there in Jacksonville. I, I'm I, I I like I like the fact that there I have was, a piece of Zach Wilson rookie of the year. There was a news story of Zach Wilson crying in practice. That so. was we we established that was fake. That was as fake. Oh, it was that okay. was as fake as the Adam Gase getting uh, hired by a high school. We did we did fall for an onion like uh, news article in the office uh, where we were like oh what because we were trying to figure out what Adam Gase was up to whether he was still in the league, but uh, yeah we <laughs> said. Someone wrote up a fake article that got picked up by a lot of people. So kudos got picked to that up by guy. a lot of people. As far as we can tell, he's not working. No. If he, if if anyone has the whereabouts, but if, if Adam, you're listening. We need content providers. I know it's going to be tough for you because auto fading Adam Case was a nice little. Uh, well, he nice might little fallback. He might be someone's consultant. He might be lurking around a staff as a consultant. If anyone has that intel, let us know. That will go into the auto fade bucket immediately. I I think you know I think you, this is one of those things where the Jets appear to be on the on the right path. Uh, I think some people will get excited a little bit too early. I don't think the defense is going to immediately become great. I don't think the offense is going to me- immediately become great. But it does seem like they have the pieces to be headed in that direction. So when you look at the fact that their schedule. Uh, one of the tougher schedules in this division uh, doesn't line up. Uh, doesn't exactly give them the best chance. I'm not. I'm not super stoked to have to run out there and bet on this team to win seven games. To me, that feels like a big jump, just like the Jags. Now, I- I'll be excited to watch it because our guy Joey T. Joe Theismann telling us Zach Wilson is yep. going to be a dude, and uh, I-, I think, you know. Of all the super mega long shots to win a division, this one I can sell myself on because both the Bills and the Dolphins pop their heads up and could regress. Like that's a very believable path that they could come back down because huge jump forward. The Patriots, who the fuck knows? They brought in a lot of people. We think Belichick can establish uh, himself again, but Cam Newton and, and Mac Jones might not be that good. So of all like the 20 plus whatever odds to win a division, at least in this case, well, Zach Wilson comes in and is immediately just a guy who's really good. Robert Robert Sala is a, a extraordinary coach and has the defense humming from day one. And uh, you know, the offensive line looks like they could be really good. Uh, so if you're Am I saying you should go out and and put a couple bucks on the Jets to win the division just in case? Maybe. Hashtag Dejans only. Again, it, go through the list of the odds and, and some of these teams that are twenty plus one, twenty 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 five, thirty to one. I think we had one team. This is the only uh, up one di- up division long shots. You're right. This Jets, is the only one I can tell myself Jets, the story. Jets, you can at least create the narrative, and the narrative starts with not having Adam Case. We've seen the the difference between Adam oh, not having Adam Gase and having Adam Ryan Gase. Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, Devontae Parker, Robbie Anderson. Tannehill was uh, eighteen and eight without Gase, twenty three and twenty five. And and you look at all the numbers, the efficiency, yards per temp, whatever. This entire team is going to get a, a nice bump from not having Adam Gase. And on the defensive side, imagine going from Greg Williams to Robert Sala. There's there's talent on this Jets defense. Now they did lose Carl Lawson, uh, edge rusher. They they brought in and paid, blew out his Achilles. That was a that was a really tough uh, blow. They brought in Sheldon Rankins to help with the pass rush. 
I'm high on Michael Carter. I'm high on Elijah Moore. Now, are they going to dominate? No, but I no. think they're young guys that can kind of somewhat outperform expectation a little bit and give them give them some mojo. Yeah, I think you know my my simulations have them winning the division uh, in in like. Eight percent of them. So if there's good value on twenty five to one. <laughs> Ryan raises uh, his eyebrows when he says eight <laughs> percent. I was trying to get to a place where it made sense. There are, I mean, again, there's some just comical nuggets about the the Jets last year. The leading score for the Jets was the kicker who played in nine games. That's insane. And and coming back to the defense, they were dead last in red zone and thirtieth in third down uh, completion percentage over expected. So. They're gonna get better just by not having Greg Williams and those horrible yeah. defenses he called. I mean, we saw them lose that. Uh, I mean that that Hill Mary game to the to the Raiders. That was crazy. I think there's a version of that defense that can can play physical. We saw what they did against the Rams. Like there there were moments late in that season after Greg Williams was gone where you saw potential in the Jets. Yeah. And I think they truly hated Adam Gase and Greg Williams. We love the uh, the mantra up there in Minnesota from P- PJ Fleck of row the boat. And sometimes just getting everyone on the same rhythm is is enough to at least get get the boat going in the right direction. So yeah, let's you know what? Let's go through the schedule. I think I mentioned it, but the schedule they they do have the uh they do have the worst of the schedules in their division. All right. Jets week 1 at Carolina, New England at Denver, Tennessee. Mm. Can they beat yeah. the Patriots early in the season? Shock them. This is tough cuz at Denver's loss for sure. And at Carolina, Darnold's going to be fired yeah, up. Darnold but, revenge spot. He's know, not they the, made no. me know how to play him. No, I, I'm kind of leaning Panthers, but the number's getting too no. high. Uh, I they they win at least one of these. Can they surprise the Titans? Probably not. At Denver's tough. I'll say 1 and 3. Mm. 1 and 3. I, I you know, honestly, like yeah, 1 and 3. All right, next four uh, at Atlanta in London. And they really gave the Brits some, some doozies of a game. <laughs> We're sorry, England. Bye week afterwards at New England, Cincinnati at home at Indy on Thursday night. Two and two. Where where are the two wins? I think they get the Bengals at home. I think they'll be in the mix with the Falcons. I think their second uh, game against the Patriots could be frisky. And I do think that that defense could give Carson Wentz trouble. Buffalo. Miami, both at home at Houston, Philly at home. They get two. They they win. It's uh, another two and two at least. They win one of their division games at home. Probably Miami. They I'll yeah say two and two. two and two. They got three home games in there. They beat Philly, New Orleans. Well, hopefully, Hurts can play play through that stomach bug. Uh, New Orleans at Miami, Jacksonville, Tampa at homes. Lots of hosts. That's six home games in an eight game stretch mm. right there. Uh, two and two. I don't know how they do it, but two and two. I mean, the Jags at home. I think they. Saint, Saints at home. I think they beat the Saints for that sure. That is a sneaky game. All right, two and two. What did we do right now? I might have gotten too high on the Jets. And then we finished with Buffalo, and we said Buffalo was going to win that game. Yeah. So what do I got him at? We got him uh, seven and ten. You're seven and ten. I'm six and eleven. I'll uh, pass on this one, Sean. (laughs) 
Brian, okay. for prop bets, I'm going to give out two. One, Michael Carter over 575 and a half yards. It, it seems like it's just a matter of time before he's the starting running back. Robert Sala, defensive-minded guy, they wanna, with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. I think he's going to get at least you know 150, maybe I'd like 200 carries. I think is in the realm of possibilities for Michael Carter. So I, I think that is real fun. And I know you you threw out the Jets to win the division, but I think the more realistic kind of interesting bet is Jets to get second place in the division plus nine hundred. That is them not them beating out the Patriots and Dolphins. That's uh, well, whatever. It's 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 way less than twenty two to one for a reason. But plus nine hundred. That's a, a future bet. I feel pretty good at. And again, it's it. They could get second place and not make the playoffs. Where yes, for them to make the playoffs is plus five fifty. I'd rather take Jets second place at plus nine hundred. That's fun. Zach Wilson over thirteen and a half interceptions. Yeah, and again, that's a, that's a volume thing. That's a this kid is not going anywhere thing. Secondary one. Uh, what what's your take on Elijah Moore at this point? Again, I. It's early in, in these three preseason games. You're not seeing a ton of tape like you n- normally would. They teams seem to be a little bit more conservative playing their guys. I'm cautiously optimistic, and by all accounts, he's gelling with Zach Wilson. He's a fun guy to have in your best ball uh, draft uh, there. But yeah, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think on the rookies, I'm both Elijah Moore and Michael Carter and Zach Wilson. Like they could have a fun young core. And again, I'm not going to say they're going to dominate, but Getting to seven wins, I think, would be a good year for this Jets team because his, his reception total is at fifty-seven and a half. Yeah, and that means he'd have to. That means like a a game reception total of three and a half, and somewhat realistic. Yeah, it seems to me like he. I don't know if he's going to be on the field right away. Yeah, he could be slow to develop. And so I, I looked at that and I, I said, well, when he starts playing with this team, he's probably going to be get like a, a three and a two and a half to three and a half catch guy, maybe. And so I actually kind of like the under there, mm. only because I think he gets started late. Yeah, and they do have Corey Davis and Denzel Keelan Mims. Cole. Keelan Cole is really the guy that's that you would look to play the overs. And Denzel Mims may, might not make the team. There was a weird story about he lost. 20 pounds because he ate some bad salmon that the Jets uh, gave to him apparently in the cafeteria. So that's kind of a weird situation. Pick Dundee was all over that. He's like, no, 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 that's not salmon. He was eating ass. <laughs> no, no, no way salmon makes you sick for two weeks. But ass. Do we have a nominee for the real men of DGEN? presents. Yo, Denzel Mims gangster as fuck. Uh, Denzel Mims, oh, poor shit. guy. All right, all right, Kramer. Let's talk about the beautiful game. All right, the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over two thousand soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera División, the Brasileiro, NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation. And the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring the stars from the US and Mexican men's national teams. Plus, much, much more. It's all the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi Mbappe, Ronaldo Rapino, and Polisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. 
The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. Joining us on the line, the original baby whale himself, the co-host of the Golf Gambling Podcast, Boston Capper. What's happening, Capper? Up, boys. I'm up uh, here in uh, North Carolina. It's beautiful. I'm at a wedding full of massholes and uh, people from Jersey. <laughs> so uh, we're doing a bourbon tasting tonight and uh, smoked a Monte Cristo already. It's Ooh, a good day, man. That sounds God, dangerous. Damn. It sounds like it's they're. A uh, baby I was going to say, <laughs> maybe they're going on a fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is dangerous. Having a, having a whiskey tasting with the cigar. The night before the wedding, that that could be trouble. Now you're you're hanging out with your fellow Patriots fans. What's what's the <laughs> what's the temperature in uh, Patriot country on the uh, upcoming season? So if Mac Jones starts, we're going to be excited. Like, but here's the deal: we know Cam's going to start like up and through probably get, week five is going to be when we see Mac Jones. Bill Belichick doesn't want Brady to go up against Mac Jones. For whatever reason, he wants to see Cam Newton throw a paint can around and run for two yards <laughs> in a cloud of dust. It's it, it, as a Patriots fan, it's fucking depressing, man. Like I talked, I, listen, you guys talked to me last year. I talked myself into Cam Newton. I was like, boy, deal, <laughs> mil, million dollars, Belichick did it again. Oh, uh, there, no, there was no, so Bel- many, there was so many hilarious Belichick uh, narratives last year. They're like, they should invest, uh, investigate him. Him getting Cam Newton for one million dollars—that's yeah. criminal. <laughs> Meanwhile, a guy just completely. Fucking sucks. And then all those guys opt out and they're like, oh, oh, next level thinking by Belichick. He's gonna take the entire season and get Trevor Lawrence. This guy's a right. genius. Meanwhile, they're just seven and nine. They get Mac Jones. Cam Newton completely sucks. The 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 funniest thing is people reacting almost surprised that Cam Newton can't throw a football. I've been on this for three, four years. That look at his throwing motion. That is not how a uh, professional athlete throws a football. 177 passing yards per game, and he doesn't come anywhere close to passing the eye test. Is this? Uh, yeah. I do have a question though, because if you put a little yeah. bit of thought into it, it wouldn't take you very long to figure out that Deshaun Watson and Robert Kraft share interests, which means that maybe they've had a conversation before. Now, if they've had a conversation before, what better way? Rehab the image, come be the backup to Mac Jones for a year. Yeah, I mean that would certainly be the dark horse destination. Is is him ending up then, then, in New England, and then Mac Jones gets the Jimmy G treatment and gets shipped out of town down to Miami to help Brian Flores and the family. Uh, Bro, we've already had we've already had a murderer on the team. Okay, we're not bringing on Deshaun Watson, oh, okay. right? Oh, come the, on! The I mean, are very concerned with Pia. <laughs> no, but yeah, one guy was, was so so concerned he spends yeah. every other Sunday at a, a jerk off place. Yeah, I was gonna say at least Deshaun Watson's <laughs> loaded gun is in his pants. <laughs> now, now you you met you alluded to Hernandez there. Unless there's more people uh, uh, killing uh, killing people on the Patriots. Sure didn't Dave Mega kill somebody too? Well, he was a giant too, so we we don't have to talk. Well, about that. yeah, <laughs> allegedly, and uh, I I don't even know if it's alleged because I'm gonna have to Google that. that By Catherine. the way, did anyone else get chills looking at Marvin Harrison at the Hall of Fame induction of Peyton Manning? I think like holy that shit. guy. Well, it was interesting when we did the Hall of Fame, and uh, shout out to people who corrected me. It is in Canton. My brain was fried. What did you say? I, I may have said Akron, oh. but I thought we drove through. I don't know. Ohio kind of merges together, but it was it was interesting because you see Ray Lewis, 
OJ Simpson. <laughs> uh, you go through and see. Well, OJ was creepy to look at. He looked back. I go, Sean. OJ is looking back at me. He said he was. He said he was creeping you out. He was staring into your soul. He was. Yeah, he had the mini afro. It was. It was odd. But getting back to Hernandez. Hernandez and Gronk, that makes sense building your team around 12 personnel with Gronk and Hernandez. I, I don't think, and I, I kind of like Hunter Henry, but I don't think John Smith and Hunter Henry are the next Gronk and Hernandez. It seems kind of crazy to to go all in on free agency, especially this year, to pay Nelson huh. Aguilar Belichick's and born well, a bunch listen, of money. I, I don't get it. Fine. Listen, I'm fine. Listen, I, I hate I hate the wide receiver signs, right? Like, I yeah. hate them. Like there's way too much money for both of those guys. And it's definitely not going to be Gronk and Hernandez 2.0. But dude, we had what fucking Ryan Izzo and Asi Asi out there last year. There was less than 30 targets to the tight end. You can't operate a football team that way when you have uh, Jacoby Myers as your fucking best receiver. Like it, it's impossible. Like it was, a, it was the worst offense I can fucking remember since I was a kid in like the like the mid and early nineties where well, the Patriots was straight trash. But I, I think a league average quarterback in that offense looks much better uh, to me. It's yeah, all on yeah. it's all on Cam Newton and and you as a Pats fan, you think they hold on to Cam Newton until the until the Brady game because I think. In a world where they sneak into the playoffs and Mac Jones is the starter for most of the year, aka McCorkle, and I, I've, I, shame on me for going this far into the podcast and not saying McCorkle. But as soon as they get shame McCorkle on you in, for betting on McCorkle to win the the rookie of the year in the I, National Football rookie, League, he's gonna win rookie of the year. Sean is hundred percent. I like I like that I like that angle because they got you look at their offensive line rankings on establish the run again promo code SGP five percent off. Fourth in offensive line, fourteenth in defensive line. A young quarterback that they draw up a simple plan for him using the twelve personnel. It could get you in an efficient offense. And Belichick throwing the kitchen sink defensive wise. You get uh, Hightower back on defense. You could talk me into that. But this is all contingent on them putting McCorkle in. If they're gonna pretend that Cam Newton is a starting quarterback in the National Football League, they're gonna submarine their chances, and that's why it's hard to. Handicapped their entire season. No, dude, I 100% agree. It's, it's a fucking nightmare as a Pats fan because Bob Kraft has come out and said, hey, seven to nine sucks. Like, what do we do? We never spend money on free agent day one. How much money did we give Aguilar and Aguilar? For God's sake, Aguilar. And he's, he's supposed to be our deep threat now. Like, listen, I, I'm, I'm not singing the praises of the free agency moves. Like, the, the guy on defense from the Ravens looks real good. I'm fine with uh, John Lee Smith and Hunter Henry, but Hunter Henry's already hurt. So is John Lee Smith. Henry's made a glass. Like, I, I, listen, I'm fine with it. Just, but you're right. It all it's on Cam. I don't know why Bill is digging his heels in, other than Cam just kisses Bill's ass in every fucking press conference so, so he can keep his job. Like, anybody is better. Did you hear the round of applause when Matt Jones ran on the field in preseason week one? Patriots fans can't. I, I, I will fucking die watching Cam Newton for another goddamn season. It's terrible. It is the worst product, and our offense is terrible. Like I, I just can't. It makes me so upset. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Were you referring to Dollar Dollar Bill? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, it is especially yeah. going from Tom Brady to Cam Newton. That is that is quite the the rude awakening. I mean, any fan base to have to suffer oh. through Cam Newton is tough, but coming from Tom Brady is uh that's a lot to ask. I would agree. I would Kramer, agree. Kramer, Which, by your, the what's way, your, what's your pulse on the, well, on the I just wanted to point out too, he's recycling uh smoke smoke and Joe. 
mm. uh, for left guard Joe Thune. So I don't know if I appreciate that, but I, I did, you know, spend the time and read down all the nicknames that Cam calls his teammates, and just think about what those <laughs> yeah. guys probably feel like when Cam Newton rolls down yeah. the down the hallway. Which, by the Dude, way, they all like him. They I know like him. Be- because he's a he's a likable guy. Um, right, but it, he's not a good fucking NFL quarterback. Well, all right. So cue the X Files music for a second, because I have a theory. What if? What if they come out? They have a stable of running backs. Lots of running backs. They all look good. Even Sony Michelle looks pretty good in the preseason. Uh, the rookie Stevenson looks good. Damian Harris looks good. We know what James White is. What if? They come out those first four games, specifically game four against Tom Brady, and they fucking go triple option with Cam Newton. And they just go full bore, <laughs> a completely different offense, knowing that they're going to go to Mac Jones, like Capper says, week five. And then week five, and could you imagine? This is like a perfect Josh McDaniels wet dream, right? This is the man who oh, drafted God. Tim Tebow. They they unveil a completely different offense. I mean, again, I, bro, I think the the signings. Bro, if this happens, I'm gonna hit you with a sock full of fucking nickels in Vegas. I'll <laughs> like, say this: this is, this is that would be so fucking gross. I don't. They only have Cam Newton for a year. I think if you're, well, you know, we, we had him only for a year last year. That's we true. Him back, but we brought him back. Belichick, look, I'm not super bullish on the Pats either. I think they're going to have a good defense and I think they're going to run the ball really well. And I think they were seven and nine last year with that shit, shit bag, Cam Newton. And again, like they weren't, as I pull up the numbers, Sean, they weren't that far off. They're not their total of nine and a half uh, considering how bad it is. Like you, when you remember the Patriots season last year, it was a dumpster fire. Yeah. Seven and nine. So this year we're looking at nine and a half. They went under, sorry, last year of nine. This year it's nine and a half, plus one hundred five on the over, minus one twenty five on the under, plus three fifty on the division, eighteen to one to win the conference, thirty five to one to win the Super Bowl. Again, similar to the Dolphins, they have the exact same future prices, and and, and it just feels like it's a real stretch to get them all to all the way to that like Super Bowl conference championship level. Oh, yeah. Playoffs plus one ten. That's a little bit more viable for me with with Belichick at the helm and a good defense. Minus one forty, they missed the playoffs. Uh, obviously, we, you know we mentioned a lot of the additions, but it does seem like there's a strong probability they have a good defense this year. Uh, I w- I can tell you this: uh, his son, uh, that guy seems like a fucking Steven. maniac. And and I <laughs> I don't know how. I, I watched the preseason game, and this guy is just furiously spitting and showing off the side of his half-shaven head. How, how does he have a hillbilly son? Was he just raised? No, completely away from Belichick. <laughs> what, what happened? Where did this guy? Belichick had time to raise a kid. <laughs> no, he probably yeah, just, you don't, was not raising that kid. This no. is the most obvious cry for daddy's attention. You <laughs> you became a football coach. I learned it from you, dad. <laughs> the, the, the Patriots actually have, uh, they really got screwed by the schedule. Uh, uh, TB 12. Well, it, rest a disadvantage. It's pretty bad. It's a negative 15. They're playing three teams coming, um, coming off of Monday night. So I, I think they're uh, well, yeah, but I feel like those are mostly home games. The, yeah. fo- the football outsiders. Uh, I think, I think they once again have the easiest schedule. So the, the Pats don't have the, they have the, they have, they definitely don't have the easiest schedule. They don't have the easiest schedule in the AFC East. Yeah, I, I don't Hold know, I'm, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm I'm looking at up. that schedule note again. I I don't know exactly what it is, but the rest is it, advantage nine, for them is not, bad. Every, 
the consent, the consensus is 19. So it's like kind of a soft schedule. We face like five playoff teams, not including the bills at home. Um, and every, and I feel like we only play like two other winning teams on the road. If it's, if it's not, it's only one, like my road schedule is pretty easy. Projected average opponent, according to the football outsiders, 32nd. So they see it as the easiest schedule in the league. Really? Yeah. Okay. Football outside. Okay. Well, well, I mean, that's, Capper, good, that's no good for you. That no means one, your yeah. schedule's easy. No one's going to mistake you for being a fucking nerd, Capper. Don't worry. Uh, although your your size might make it easier to fit in a locker. Ooh. All right. Let's hit the. Let's hit the schedule, Sean. Let's Shall go. We? Miami at home, at the New York Jets, New Orleans at home, Tampa mm. at home on Sunday night against Tom Brady when he's going to break. The all-time passing. Two and two, Ryan. Two and two. I I think the Saints actually kind of a tough matchup for them, and I I think they can take the Dolphins. Probably the Jets on the road. Everyone will be oh Cam Newton, he's our guy, and then and then they have to deal with uh, reality. Two and two. I'm going two and two. (laughs) Capper. Three and one. We lose to Brady. (laughs) The Jets. The Jets and the Dolphins are still the Jets and the Dolphins. They suck. And and mm-hmm. it's a it's a dome team coming up north with either Taysom Hill or Jameis's quarterback against Belichick's defense. Yeah, yeah but it's early we're, in the we're, season. It's not. It's I, not cold I'm weather. with Capper. I'm going three and one. Yeah, three and one. Three and one. Next four at Houston, Dallas at home, Jets at home. Now at I'm Chargers. grading these games moving forward with McCorkle. Okay, thank you. Fine. So Fine. McCorkle yeah, debuts yeah. against Houston or Dallas? At a, a, against. Houston. I mean, you Houston. normally want to debut them at home, but. At Houston is is probably a what, a soft, what a soft landing what a soft landing place yeah, yeah. I I think uh, you could talk me into three and one but I'll conservatively say two and two I, I think McCorkle does, if he starts that week one against Houston boy do I love that with my Texans <laughs> uh, I think I'm going two and two here Capper two and two, as well. hmm. two, and two. I, I like it. Capper's trying to temper his uh, excitement for the team at Carolina, Cleveland at home, at Atlanta on Thursday night, Tennessee at home. One and three. This is going to be tough for him. Really? That's just that's a tough stretch. I, I think. No. Car- I think this is. Th- Give it to me again. At, Carolina. At Carolina, Cleveland at home, at Atlanta, Tennessee at home. Atlanta's Thursday night too. Yeah. Atlanta might not be that good. Though. Atlanta's gonna suck. Yeah, but it's a non-conference road game on a Thursday. That is fair. That's fair. We're talking, not talking about coverage, Sean. We're talking about winning. No, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> how many how many games of these four are they favored? <laughs> Sean's gonna love that home. Uh, I'm gonna go two and two. I'm one and three. I don't think they're favored in any of these games. I'm going. I'm going conservatively two and two. I think we could actually come out of there three and one and lose to Tennessee. Yeah, Sean's really low on the Patriots for some reason. He likes. Yeah, I, I think. I think. I, mean, I, I think you're gonna close, Sean. Shut out his team last night. Shut out. Oh. With that. Ooh, shut out. Well, people, people are in a time machine. If you want, if, hey, hang on to these preseason brags, yeah. Capper. Oh, I will. I fucking absolutely will. This, you know uh, will. hey, the undercash. That's all I. This care episode's about. getting put in a time. Exactly. This episode's getting put in a time machine for uh, for the future. So, all right, uh, where are we at? Next four at Buffalo on Monday night, bye week fourteen, nice and late for the Patriots mm. at Indy, coming out of the bye. Then Buffalo and Jacksonville at home. They're not w- losing both games to Buffalo. I, I want to go three and one. 
two and two. And I'm gonna go three and one. They they beat the Jags, they beat the Colts, and they split with the Bills. Yeah, I'm with Sean. This is ridiculous. There's gonna be so many wins attached to my name after going through the schedule, and I have no faith <laughs> in it actually happening. Three you three and one, you guys are going? Yeah. I'm going three and one, yeah. And the bonus game. <laughs> They're getting the uh, Dolphins at Miami. We all have. Well, Sean, you and I have this as a loss. Capper, do they get Lock, it? loss? Loss, absolutely. We always lose in December when we go to Miami. Always. Yeah, loss, absolute loss. That's that. I feel like all right. Here, I right need there. to. Bu- I'm going to bump them up to three and one when you guys made them three and one that last quadrant. What do you got them at now? Ten and seven. Ten and seven. Okay, and I got them what? Eight and nine. <laughs> yeah. All right, eight and nine sounds about what right I, for this Patriots team. What do I have? What do I have, Matt? Eight and nine? You think so? Me? No way. No way. No, I mean, I, I think they'll be. Capper, we got them ten and seven. Not we good. both have them ten. Not that, good that, that I'm. That sounds on. right. Uh, it's just going to be a lot of work to get them to that over. Should I go back to the push? No, I mean, what? It, it, it all depends on Cam Newton. Cam Newton is not a winning quarterback. No, uh, he sucks balls. I think the defense, so I think defense and running game will be good enough to win a, a, a nice chunk of games on this schedule. Yeah, I think so too. I just did that road schedule is easy. All the tough teams we face are at home. Like I know Gillette has like kind of a soft crowd, but like everybody's fucking super angry now. So maybe it'll go back to like old school Fenway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe it's not like the business people up there, like who don't give a shit. I just want to sit in the nice seats and be goddamn quiet. Like maybe it'll be like old school Fenway. Oh, wow. Like that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping for. That's best like, case scenario. Pats, uh, prop bets, Jacoby Myers, where I'm going to say over on his reception, 67 and a half. It's actually tough to find a lot of these prop bets because all, all the uh, skill stop. position guys are hurt and they won't post anything on, on cam or Mac. Am I crazy on uh, Myers? He seems like what, is he going to be the number one receiver or is it, or is it going to be Aguilar? That's so, that's so gross. Like, why are you being mean? Like, is he going to be the number one receiver? Think about what you just asked me. Somebody named Jacoby Myers is going to be my number one receiver. You're a I, dick. Um, yeah, dude, he is. He's going to be. Like, Aguilar has, like, he's, he, he's dropping passes in training. I'm like, come on, man. And Kendrick Bourne, like, he was a fine little, like, little, I like him. Uh, like, uh, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's not Julian Edelman. And Nikhil Harry's a goddamn boss. He's going to get cut. Great job on that, Bill. Fucking the only miss in the first round from that draft. And for wide receiver. And yes, he's got I call him Stoney and Myers. Like he's not great, but he's the best we got, which is sad. Wow. The only problem with the only problem only problem with the sixty seven is with such a run first team. And if camp if somehow Cam keeps the job for longer than that, there's not gonna be enough attempts to get that guy sixty catches. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when you're throwing the ball fifteen times a game, it's gonna yeah. it maybe I'll stick with it, but I, I I don't really love any of those any of the prop bets on the Pats. Kramer, what's your prop bet? Uh, I mean, they're the the there's two that are interesting. One, uh, the the prop for the Patriots to win over two and a half division games. Mm. I'm oh, seeing that, that's awesome. I'm seeing that at minus one thirty five, and to me oh, that. They they could sweep the Jets and split with the other team. There's a lot of ways to get there. Now I wouldn't I wouldn't um, yeah I mean you could also play it over three and a half at plus one seventy five. I I like that one better. You like that better? Uh, So I like that better. To me, it's like I want to play Belichick versus a. You know he, he he does well against his disciples, but 
I don't think he's getting swept by Buffalo. I, I, you know, like it's, it's hard to see him getting swept by anyone. So for the path to getting under three seems hard. Uh, And like Capper says, we juice it up. We go over three and a half plus one seventy five. I like that. I like that battle. Capper, what do you do? What do you got? Pats. What are we looking at? All right. So uh, I put two of these in my New England Patriots preview article that'll be coming out tomorrow. So make sure to go click and read because your boy can write too. Um, so <laughs> I'll give you, uh, <laughs> so I'll stick with, so you went over on Myers receptions. I went under 575 okay. and a half receiving yards on Hunter Henry. Mm. Right. So if we're such a run first yep. offense and cam is in there for five fucking games, it's not just Hunter Henry. Who's going to run out. Who's a better blocker than John Smith. Who's going to be asked to stay in and block more. John is going to go out and run more. We didn't just give all this money to these wide receivers, not to throw it to them. We got James white, 575 and a half. yards. I feel like that's heavy. Never mind his injury history. He's already hurt. So I think, I think under five seventy five and a half and a half Hunter Henry is, is, is a great bet. I love that. Yeah, love no, him. I, I, I was kind of high on Henner, Hunter Henry. Yeah, what happened? That's your guy. Sean. Just cause I thought he was going to be the guy between him and Janu, but man, I, I don't know the, the early injury in preseason scares me off. I, I thought I had a little angle there, but yeah, I, I Capper laid out a good, I'm um, the, the early injury. You gotta, you gotta back down on the Hunter Henry take. Yeah, Pat, you have to. Pat, has to finish second in the division at plus two hundred is pretty interesting too. That's not bad because the Dolphins are going to suck. Two is two is straight trash, and I know yeah. I can't talk shit about anybody else's quarterback because I have Cam, but two is fucking straight <laughs> trash. Uh, two the Jets suck. are going to ruin what whatever quarterback they get because they're the Jets. Uh, like so, Zach Wilson's ruined. Like it doesn't matter how good the kid would have been. Like he went to the Jets organization, he's done. So like, I'm not worried about it <laughs> at all. Sean, how, who do you have finishing second? Well, I like the now. Technically, I did give out Dolphins and Pats at eight and nine, but I like I like taking the Jets to get in second at plus nine hundred. Even though I got them seven and ten, okay. I, hey, I like hey, that. I'll bet take better. your action, Sean. Sean, I'll take the action. Don't even right. bother giving it to a bookie. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, whatever you we'll want. We'll talk in no, Vegas. No, no limit. All right. <laughs> no. Li- <laughs> Wow, Master P over here. The size of the balls on this man. Cap Capper, uh, we will be if you're going to be out in Vegas week one. Say what's up to us. Capper will also be out there. Capper making his first trip to Las Vegas, breaking the uh, Vegas cherry. That uh, I, I was kind of surprised he'd never been out there. Dude, you got to think about it, right? I was in the military and I was a firefighter. I wasn't making anything for fucking money. I got a bazillion goddamn kids. Vegas is not yeah, a good gotta, place to take kids. <laughs> If you have kids, yeah, no, don't take them to Vegas. No, no offense, Ryan. Right. No, I, I completely no. agree. <laughs> no. it's like I, I have a senior in high school and one starting in kindergarten at this point. So now I finally get some babysitting. I can arrange some. I can arrange some stuff and I can go. Oh, nice. pa- party at party at Capper's house when the oh, parents are in yeah. Vegas. Oh, yeah. Senior <laughs> year, that's that's the wheelhouse. <laughs> My parents oh, yeah. went Listen, to. I got, I, I got a long enough story with that dude. I, I borrowed my daughter's car because I told I, I told Kramer the other day I had to get a new motor in my car, right? And uh, so I go into my daughter's car and I go to plug my my charger in. There's a grinder and fucking some empty bags of weed. I'm like, oh, what no. the fuck? I'm like, come on, babe. I'm like, so I walk in. I'm like, hey, you want to talk about why you're stupid? <laughs> she's like, she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know what I mean. And I was like, I just borrowed your car. She goes. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, listen, I was like, what the fuck, man? You get yanked, like you're gonna get arrested. Like, yeah, you get pulled over happens. with that. Bad times. Yeah, you get. I was like, well, it's, it's in your glove compartment. I was like, at least make a better effort to fuck to hide it. Like for Christ's sake, the like, trunk. They need God. a warrant. Come this on. new this new yeah. generation is so lazy. It's, it's so uh, lazy. 
Sweet hiding one oh one. Put it in the trunk. <laughs> no, they exactly. no, they can't search the car. All right, Kaffer. Exactly. My daughters know that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you in uh, Vegas in a couple of weeks, Kramer. Let's. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh and. Uh, Locking up our uh, our division bets here, of course, brought to you by underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for $25 free play. You can do five puppies, one best ball mania two, or put it towards the big dog tournament. Uh, for me, oh man, this division is hard, but of course, I'm you know I'm gonna lock up the uh, Dolphins under. That one feels very good. And I, I like the Bills over, even though it's super high at eleven. But give me the Bills to win the division at minus one fifty. That is that is Cush right there. Kramer, what are your what are your locks on I'm, the on the division bets? I'm right on. Uh, I, I really got to tally up all the wins. I feel like I've, I've given out a c- couple. <laughs> You're too like many, Colby over here. So many, many wins. Uh, I think it's. I think you just go with the the Bills uh, to win the division. Okay, that, that that feels like a lock. And then, you know, it, it's hard. It, it it's hard to see. I'll take the over on the Patriots actually. Okay. Wow. I, uh, yeah, I I'll take the over on the Patriots. All right. Book it uh, cap or any other, any other division bets you want to throw out there? No, I like the pass to make the playoffs at plus one ten. Like, I mean, it, it no does, way Bill yeah, it does feel like Bel- he's Belichick's ego. I mean, Brady just walked out of the door, fucking won a super bowl, literally took a shit in bill's face. And oh. there's no way he's going to Go with Cam Newton for fucking seventeen games. So bring in the kid, and there's get, we're gonna make the playoffs. I mean, the AFC East is still a fucking cake division. The AFC is kind of weak. So yeah. hear that, I Bills, mean, the, the Bills Mafia. That, yeah, fuck the Bills. By the way, are you serious? All these fans, they make it to one AFC Championship game, and they think they have this dynasty on their hands. They're gonna be like the Colts of the year, hanging up AFC finalist banners. Like, all right, guys, pump your brakes. Like, you made it to not even the show. You made it to the bridesmaid show one time in the last what thirty fucking years. Fucking take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. Breathe, Bills fans. <laughs> Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you check out Boston Capper on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper, and uh, check him out on the uh, co-host of the Golf Gambling Podcast, wherever great podcasts are downloaded. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Oh, we were almost there, Sean. Almost there. Kramer, let it ride.